Welcome to Anchor FM and the home of Be Of Podcast. Today, we are celebrating women entrepreneurs. Today, our amazing guest is Teresa Halley Howard. Good morning, Teresa. How are you today? Good morning. I am doing great. How are you? I am amazing. I am so happy to have you here. I am excited. I have been waiting on this for some time now. Um, with you celebrating the five-year mark in your business, I have a, a question. Being a fairly new business owner myself, I've often wondered what that five-year mark would look like for me. Can you tell me what does your view of your business look like at the five-year mark for you? Well, it's been a journey. I wasn't sure we would make five years. You know, there's always those moments when you want to give up, when you want to stop, when you're not sure if this is what you want to do. Maybe you hit a roadblock or some project doesn't go the way you want it to. But I always knew it was my passion and my purpose to help others share their story. So I just had to keep going. At five years, I'm very excited. We've helped thousands of women share their stories. We've put up, I believe, over 200 books now. And so we're very excited to be in this moment. And sometimes you just have to take a moment and actually acknowledge the moment and, you know, celebrate it because it's a milestone. Five years in publishing and promotion is a milestone. Even though it feels like just yesterday I was scrambling to get that first anthology up. Absolutely. And, and you have so many amazing accolades that you've added to yourself during this journey. A lot of people don't know that in the, when in the beginning, when you first started, that this all came from a, a great motivation from your heart because of being challenged right from the very beginning. Could you elaborate a little bit on that for us? Well, I wanted to share my story. I had come out of a, a marriage of 20 plus years, had been a victim of domestic violence, and I'd been silent for a really long time. And so as part of my healing, I had decided to write my story. But I was a little chicken, I'm just gonna be honest. And so I said, oh, I can't do this by myself. I don't wanna just put my story out there because you know, nobody wants to read it. So then I decided to gather women with me and put a book together with all of our stories on there. You know, women on a mission to change the world, to stop domestic violence, to be a voice, to stop being silent. And so I put the first book together and finding the authors wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be because it kind of seemed like I had really attracted people who needed to share their stories too. It was kind of like, you know, God already knew what my purpose was going to be. I was just in yes. denial. And so I was already collecting these women on my Facebook or, or meeting in places or connecting on different platforms with them. And so they were already following me and, you know, even though I didn't know where I was leading us, but they were already in my, in my circle. And so then I chose to share my story, but then my publisher decided to abscond with my money. And so WOM Publishing and Promotion was born out of sure terror. I'm just going to be honest. I didn't know what to do. I had 50 stories and a book put together and, and no one to publish it. So I had to learn quickly on the fly how to do it. And I was really lucky that my friend Stacy Flowers was a good, she was a great graphics person. 
So she helped me with that so well to put it together and really to push me to get it out. And I, I remember saying to her, we'll do this one book and we'll be so done. If you'll just help me get this one book out, we will be so done. But Fear to Freedom was already coming because, you know, people wanted to tell a different type of story, an inspirational story. So I had already st started Fear to Freedom. So then I was like, okay, we'll do these two books, two books, girl, and we are so done. We are out of the publishing game. This is too stressful. We're not ever doing this again. But by then it was too late because already women wanted to do their own books. They wanted to be in another anthology. And so once the ball got rolling, it was, there was no stopping it. Absolutely. And that's that the, your, your story just empowers me and moves me so much because not only did you co come out of that unfortunate situation, but you brought everybody with you that was in it as well. And you managed to move forward and just bloom into all the amazing things that you do today. And I would like to share some of those accolades with you, with everyone. Uh, this, this amazing woman is an empowerment writing coach. She's a publisher, a speaker, a multi-time number one international best-selling author, a radio host, a podcast host, CASA volunteer. She is also the co-founder of Tribute Magazine, the founder of Global Inspirations and New and Noteworthy Magazines. And she's the founder of Woman on a Mission Enterprise, LLC, she also has a WOM radio show and a host of Words Have Power podcast. She is just amazing, everyone. I, I truly love your mission in life as well, your movement forward and, and how you help other women. And I have been blessed myself to have been a part of one of your anthologies. The first one you spoke of from Fear to Freedom, which is one of my all-time favorites. Can you share- One of my favorites too. Absolutely. It just, it's absolutely co-authors, beautiful co-authors, beautiful cover, mm -hmm. amazing publisher. It's just absolutely amazing. And I know that domestic violence is a cause that is close to your heart because the passion shows through all of the amazing anthologies you have done since your very first one. So I'd like to ask you if, if you were speaking to another woman right now, who was caught in domestic violence situation, what would you say to her? It's time to get out. He's not gonna change. It's not gonna get better. You can't pray him better. You can't wish him better. You can't love him better. You can't fix him. And so, and what's broken in him is not your fault. And it, it, it's not caused by you. I know for years I thought, if I could just be a better wife, if I could just be a better mother, if I just kept a better house, if I was just, less mouthy, if I was just less confrontational, if I would just submit more, if I'd be more submissive, if I'd, you know, just be more biblical wife, if I'd just do what I was supposed to do. But none of those things mattered because there was something in him that was broken. It had nothing to do with me. I was just the person at that moment receiving the abuse because once I moved on, he moved on to his next victim. So it wasn't me that caused that. And a lot of times that's what he would say. He would say, I can't believe you made me do that. Uh, I wish you wouldn't make me get so angry. I wish you wouldn't make me hit you. I wish you wouldn't make me so mad. And none of those things are true statements. They may be in his head, but they are not true. Yes. And so you have to take care of you. You are worthy 
You are lovable. You are empowered. You're inspiration. You are needed in this world. And you have the right to live without emotional, physical, financial, or verbal abuse. Yes. None of those things are okay. And the first time needs to be the flag that says to you to get the heck out. Absolutely. If I remember correctly, your second anthology was Echoes in the Darkness. I believe you received an award for that one. Can you tell us some about it? Yeah, that one, that's our third one because we had WOM, the Women on a Mission for, from Fear to Freedom, and then Echoes in Darkness. It was our first actual domestic violence anthology. It is one of my favorites. It is my, the, I'm the most proud of. It has the most beautiful cover I have ever done. That woman walking out of the flames is such a powerful statement because she was formed in the fire and she survived it and she went on to be a light for others. That was my inspiration for that cover. Absolutely. It is a beautiful cover. It got an award for being an advocacy for domestic violence. We went to Houston and got the award. It was really just my moment to say, this is what I'm supposed to do. Because when you hear someone else say that they read a book that you put out or that you were a part of and that it gave them the courage to walk away, it gave them the courage to start their life over. It gave them the courage to become the woman they were meant to be all along and to walk away from abuse. That, that means everything. I don't care if we sell another book. If, another, if one woman is saved from domestic violence by the words we put out there, by the courage we have to speak up, that's all that matters. That's powerful. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. And I also believe that the beautiful book from Fear to Freedom that we were speaking about earlier, wasn't it inducted into the Black Women's History Museum as well? Yes, it was. Um, we have a That's lot amazing. of women of color in that book, and it is a beautiful book. Yes. The, the stories in it are amazing. You know that one's close to my heart because my granddaughter wrote in it. But it is a beautiful book, and it is, it's an inspirational book. It tells us, you know, we overcame our fear, we trusted God, we stepped out in faith, and now we have freedom. And that's a powerful message no matter how you package it. Absolutely. And congratulations. That is, that is such an amazing um, thank you from, from so many other wonderful women out there as well. You have published an anthology called Women of Inspiration, Volume 1. Can you share with us your ideal behind the creation of this wonderful anthology? There were so many beautiful women on my timeline. Women who probably they didn't want to really write that's why this one is a it's our tribute to them you know they didn't want to write a actual chapter so but I wanted to spotlight them to bring them to the forefront to shine a light on them because they're just walking in their everyday life and they're encouraging women they're inspiring women they're they're doing their thing, their purpose, and making a difference in this world globally. And so we wanted to spotlight them. And so that's where that book came from. That book is full of beautiful, empowering, inspiring, encouraging women 
I mean, it is, it is a beautiful anthology. And it's, it's just a spotlight on the women who are in our circles, in our lives, and they're quietly doing this work that's changing the world. Absolutely. You are such an amazing lady. I, I so much admire you. you. You have overcome so many things to go on and just, just give so much love to others and allow them to shine as well. And you are just so greatly appreciated because I'm going to be honest with you. I, in a moment of being left in that situation, wouldn't have known what to do. <laughs> I imagine it would have been quite a while before I could have moved forward into the empowerment that you have. So that that is an amazing story. I, I want to kind of step off to the side for a little bit and, and ask you, how has COVID touched your life and how have you managed to move through it and stay passionate and driven in both life and business? COVID has changed businesses around the world probably forever. Probably we will never go back to a normal that we knew before. For me, yeah. it was the fact that I couldn't actually touch my tribe. I couldn't go to events and hug you. I couldn't, you know, speak personally into your life as far as, you know, you come into a book signing or are you coming into an event I spoke at? Because we had plans to speak six different times during the pandemic. Well, we were still canceling events. And so we were planning to be in Baltimore, Georgia, Houston, you know, and these are things that didn't happen because we can't travel. And plus we can't have events with that many people. And so we're shut down. And so I tried to shift over to Facebook Lives, to our YouTube channel, which we hadn't been using before, to interview my women, to really put them out there and hopefully inspire and encourage with our words by video, because that's the best we can do it. We can be in person now, but we can still speak into your life. We can still inspire. You can still encourage. You can still do your business. Write your book. You got plenty of time. I mean, tell your story. It's time. And so, you know, the pandemic is going to change everybody's lives. It's changing how our kids are going back to school. My, my grandkids are all digital this year. You know, Absolutely. my grandkids in Texas are half and half. They go to school two days a week and they do, did, you know, virtual learning two days a week. So it's changed how everything is. So not only does that change their life, but that changed the lives of my daughters too, who have to figure out how to make that work Absolutely. while making a living, while supporting their families, while trying to survive in this thing that has hit our economy, hit our lives, and really just shut down and isolated us. But we have to be able to reach out. That's why digital is so great. That's why podcasting is so great. YouTube, Facebook Live, call on Messenger. You know, make sure that you're making connections with the people in your life who mean the most, whether it's your tribe, your family, your clients, make sure you're still making that connection in the midst of the COVID. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it has for me too, because I'm a hugger. I, I love hugging people and mm -hmm. <laughs> you cannot just walk up and hug someone today. They'll look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. You can't even smile because they can't see it through the mask. Absolutely. Absolutely. There, it's, it's 
kind of hard to exchange the love with with people and with one another when you're you're limited to a certain mm-hmm. amount of distance and eye contact. I agree with you completely. So, what is on the horizon for Teresa Halley Howard and Women on a Mission Enterprises for 2021? We have several books coming out. We have several coming out this fall. We have Godly Women. It's going to be an excellent book. We have Our Kids Say the Darndest Thing coming out. That's going to be my favorite. I love when kids write. And then we have some projects coming for the new year. Um, We want to do more podcasting. We want to do more interviews. We want to really get more digital because I don't see this pandemic ending anytime soon. Our events like we're used to having with hundreds of people coming back anytime soon. So I really think we're going to have to shift our work and shift our business in a more digital online platform, whether that means speaking virtually or that means holding our own events, because you don't have to wait for somebody to put you on their platform. You don't have to wait for somebody to let you eat at their table. Serve up your own plate. Serve up your own event. Do it yourself. Absolutely. That is so encouraging for other entrepreneurs out there today. And then just, there's so many of them that have so many questions of how they're going to be able to move forward. And I think you've answered that for them very well. And I, I appreciate that. And I, I thank you. And I know they will. Um, what encouraging um, or what is your favorite quote or scripture? Ecclesiastics 3.11. All things are beautiful in God's time. He's made everything beautiful, including you. And so you need to step into that. He has great things for you. He has beautiful, passionate, loving life set out for you. He didn't mean for you to live hand to mouth. He doesn't mean for you to struggle. Those are things that sometimes we've inflicted on ourselves and we don't want to admit it. Just like when, when the publisher absconded with my money, if I was honest with you, I would tell you that God had told me from the beginning I was supposed to publish it but I was too scared to step out in faith. So he had to teach me a lesson. I had to learn on my own by not listening, not, not letting him guide me. And so, you know, we know that he has great, beautiful things for you. So please, in this time, get in your prayer closet, get in your meditation, step into your power and take control of your own life. Don't wait on a job to tell you how you can work. One thing this pandemic should have taught us is that the thing that's important is family. I remember when I first started my business, my mom said, Walmart is hiring. Your cousin is a general manager. Go down there, get a job, and just do life. And I remember saying, I missed everything when my girls were growing up because I worked three jobs because my ex would not work. And so I didn't want to miss all that with my grandkids. And I was like, I don't think that's that's the path for me anymore. I don't think that's what I want to do. And my mom said, this book thing that you're dabbling in, you know, you probably just need to get a job. You know, everybody gets a job. That's what you do. You go somewhere, you work for somebody. But that's not true because the person who owns the place that you're working for, he had a dream and you're just helping him make it come true. So you can either help somebody else make their dream come true or you can step up, step out in faith and make your own. If I didn't do what I do now, I couldn't be here with my grandchildren. I couldn't be helping my daughter because I'd be clocking in somewhere just so we could buy groceries. Or I'd be somewhere worried because all I did was clock in somewhere that's no longer open because of the pandemic. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are a powerful and encouraging 
lady. Uh, your light always shines so brightly. And it's been such a pleasure being able to spend time with you today. I want to thank you for, for coming on the show and just say congratulations on your amazing five years of business excellence. I, I can't wait to see all the things that are in store for you. And and we would just, I'd love to have you back again sometime and we can catch up on all the new things that are, I know God's going to bless you with. Everyone, you can find Teresa Halley Howard at the links listed below and you can find all of her amazing books on amazon.com. And always remember, please support another author, like them, share them and always leave a review. Thank you again, Teresa, for joining us here today. It has been such a pleasure talking with you, and I look forward to speaking with you again. Have a blessed evening. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Remember to like, share, and subscribe so you never miss one of our amazing podcasts and our amazing guests. Thank you for joining us here today on Be of Podcast, and always much love and light to you, my friends.